Abandon all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Saturday. Hope you're all doing well. Had a nice, well, you, last episode, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Nice conversation with Glenn Seal of Monkey Blood Design, all about his new Kickstarter for the Great City of London, part of his Midderlands series, which is a great, great series. If you're not using it, you should pick it up and use it, or use it in your game, however you want to do. It's system neutral. And we had a really good conversation. And it got me to thinking, actually it didn't get me to thinking, (laughs) I just thought of this on my own. Isn't this show wonderful? It's like 10 minutes of concentrated RPG stuff. I think of, if you're listening to Tavern Chat with Eric Tinkar and me, we're like the boilermaker of OSR. Because you get the concentrated stuff, you get the main the main body for him, and I'm the chaser. So it works out that way, and it'll get you pump and woke and swole and all that other good new age stuff. Anyway, I was thinking about age in role-playing games today. I don't mean player age. I mean character age. Now, I know I, I was I started with first edition AD&D, so you've got that. You've got that age chart in there because Gary was very, how shall I say, anal retentive with that book because he wanted it for a specific reason, at least officially. So he tried to categorize everything he could possibly do. Which to me set a bad set a bad precedent for future future editions going forward. But we will leave that discussion for another day. I was thinking about the age thing, and you know it doesn't really matter in your game how old your character is. Now, if you wanted to play a BTB by the book. You know, you use that chart. So you start like ticking off, ticking off stats as you get older. And also, if you're dealing with with hu- uh, human, I want to say humanoids, but demi humans, then you start getting into the ridiculous age categories, like dwarves living very long time and elves near immortal and things like that. But age affects them too. Because to me, see, there's, I, I read TV tropes, and there's one category in there they use called the rule of cool. And it goes something like, this is for mo- mostly movies, TV, and other media, but it goes for role-playing games, too, because they talk about role-playing games once in a while. It goes something like this. If it's cool, it doesn't have to be all that logical. It just got to, if, well, for me, it's got to be like maybe one tenuous grasp at logic and reality. But if it's cool, it's cool. If you want if you want an old, old character as an adventurer, you can do that. And I don't think you should have to take the hit as far as stats go. There are people out there in their 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s who are fit as a fiddle. I mean, yeah, they probably work at it a lot because they, they've probably been doing this all their life. Uh, and people seem to be dying longer now. They get more life. They get more life out of life. 
I'm see, I see people like actors, other celebrities, and even regular people dying near or at or beyond the hundred mark. And so there's that. There's the nutri- you know, people who do nutrition, people who do a lot of exercise. There are people out there who are in the elderly stage of their life who are really fit. Those are the kind of people who like die suddenly, boom, from something. But they don't usually do this. Sometimes it's just, you know, you know, disease can waste you, yes. But some people either never get disease or they know how to prevent it by whatever they're doing. And then there's, those people are always like, you know, here's the oldest man in the world, 110 years old. How do you stay alive? Oh, I drink, I drink a beer. I drink three beers every day and smoke a pack of cigarettes. That's my secret. Or some people are just like, I drink, I drink pure, clear water all day. That's my secret. Or, you know, like that. They don't, it's just that what they've been doing and it keeps them alive. And that's that. There's people out there who have the doctors say gives them like five years to live and they outlive the doctors. They end up like 20 years outliving the doctors, something like that. So, like I said, in a game, it's the rule of cool. If it's cool to have a 95-year-old fighter, I'm not going to say mage because that's easy to do. They're, 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 they're on their way to lichdom at that point. It's... You can have a 95-year-old fighter. I'm not talking a dwarf. I'm talking a human here, not not a dwarf or an elf or a halfling or any of the other other races. So you can have a 95-year-old fighter. I played a 65-year-old paladin before. And those kind of guys, I'm not... I'm not... See, I really don't advocate stat increase or decrease in... In these kind of role-playing games, class and level D&D type role-playing games, because that was one of the foundations. You get the stats you get, and unless there's magic involved or something, this is the stat you're going to die. Stat you're going to die with. Your job is to keep your character alive using those stats and whatever else the class or race imparts on you, and live, and gain level, and try and retire. I've seen it done. I've seen people who have averaged a little bit below average stats make it to level 20. Uh, my my character in the 5e game, Grok, he had off-the-chart physical stats. His mental stats were not very good. Now, yes, right, 18, 19, 20 physical stats can keep you alive. Okay, fine. But if he had a mediocre stats, I would still do everything I can to keep him alive and keep him. I want to make level 20. Everybody wants to make retirement. And if you play smart and they get the breaks and they're lucky, they will get to that point. They will get to, to where they're actually a revered hero and they can retire and build their keep or whatever, or go tend a bar, you know, own a bar or something like that. And that's entirely possible. So I would waive that whole chart. I would just take it on a character-by-character basis. Now, if you have a character whose plot point is he's got, like, he's senile or something like that, but still effective, now that's a role-playing thing. 
Now, I don't know if I've touched the stats or not. Probably not. I've also known for playing people who act stupid who have average intelligence. They're just that way. So, as far as the, the age chart goes, or any kind of age chart or anything like that, I would I would kind of ignore it and see what the see what the players come up with, and just adjudicate from there. If they want to play forgetful or senile or any way they want to play, let them play it. Because if they have average, maybe a little bit above average, say like intelligence or wisdom, they can still use it. These are the characters who just are foolish. And they're, they're foolish, scatterbrained, eccentric, whatever, whatever, what have you. But the stat is there. If, if the chips are down, they can make the roll on average. So you can depend on them to a certain extent. But they're just they're they're just kind of like a little bit off, little, you know. He's this guy. This guy saw the trees being born, so he's been around for a long time. Demi humans, I didn't even want to get into because I'm talking human here. You can you can extrapolate from this if you want to do a dwarf who's a thousand years old or something like that. You know? So there you go. I like I said, I would just you know use the rule of cool. And take it on a case-by-case basis. So, I'm going to go start my day. And so, if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, I'm at oldmangrognard at gmail.com if you want to drop an email. Or you can drop a voicemail here on Anchor. And we are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You, too, can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you, Jonathan and Oliver, again, for supporting the program. You guys are great. So, until I see you guys next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.